for joining us here tonight on the new black wall street book club where black folk do read and you put in a book we absolutely will find it i'm your host ergj a certified financial educator ceo of ergj enterprises ergj black bazaar and international best-selling author of the book the black billionaires club it's a study of the 12 richest black people in the world today and how they built their wealth and i just believe that if you want to be wealthy that's a big if by the way i've come to understand that everybody don't want to be rich well at least everybody don't want to put in the work to do it but if you do, start by studying wealthy people. Uh, you can find this book. You can also get this shirt. That's right. It's the Revolution shirt, guys. Black men matter. Black women matter. Black dollars matter. It's time for a revolution. Pick that shirt up as well. Simply by going to www.dblackbillionersclub.com. www.dblackbillionersclub.com. Well, guys, um, we are continuing along into our journey and how rich people think. We're broadcasting live here on Facebook, Instagram, and then also our podcast, which you can find on any one of those platforms at uh, New Black Wall Street Book Club. We ask that you subscribe to would subscribe and support the podcast with a small monthly donation to help us sustain future episodes, improve financial literacy within our community, and ultimately build the school of wealth. That's my goal, to bring a school that teaches our kids, our next generation about money. That's the legacy that I want to leave. Hopefully, you can help me to do that. Man, DJ Kuma's in the house. That's going to be our DJ for our extravaganza, man. Thanks so much for showing up and doing that. Of course, we do have an extravaganza for the Black Billionaires Club coming up on May 18th. Uh, you might want to go, go to the website and check that out as well. Get your tickets. You don't want to miss that. You get to, be, you get to finally put yourself in a room of influencers, of movers and shakers and doers and all that good stuff. Man, that's where you want to be on May 18th. You can check that out as well. Uh, DJ Kuma's in the house. Thanks so much for being here. Um, we're continuing along in our journey into how rich people think. Now, how many guys know uh, that the wealthy or the world class thinks differently than the poor, the middle, or the not so wealthy? Uh, and the reason why they've gotten to where they are financially is because of how they think. And then by changing the way that they think, they also change their habits, which ultimately changes their results. And so we're like, well, hey, well, if there's something different, maybe we want to find out. And how do we find out? By studying wealthy people. And here's what you're going to find out about wealthy people. What they do, as far as what they say they do in order to succeed, in order to get the mass of wealth that they have, the one thing they say they do, read. <laughs> That's why we read. They say they read. We're going to read. We're going to get these nuggets as well. Then after we read, we've got to learn how to apply. This book is written by Mr. Steve Seibold. He says this, his quote on the back says this, that the secret is not in the mechanics of money. It's not in the mechanics. So here's the deal, guys. I think you and I all understand what to do when it comes to money. Spend less than we earn, save for a rainy day, things like that. We know what to do. We've heard it all before. So it's not in the mechanics. He says it's in the level of thinking that generates it. It's in how we think. He said once you learn to embrace this concept, 
Your earning potential is limitless or unlimited. Everybody put in the comments on unlimited. By the way, if you're joining us here live, go ahead and say hello. You know, good afternoon, something like that. So don't be, don't be like that. Say something, people. <laughs> unlimited. We're into lesson number 27. We got three more, what, three more after this, and then we'll be done. Lesson number 27 of how rich people think. Let's read. <laughs> Middle class lives beyond their means. The world class lives below their means. Pretty simple to understand. The middle class lives beyond their means. I did a class, I was teaching the children about two weeks ago about this thing called money, and we understand that uh, although we might only earn a dollar, the middle class tries to spend a dollar and fifty. Real simple. That's called going into debt. Now, there's one way of going into debt where you leverage other people's money. There's another thing to go into debt because you just can't afford with that which it is that you want. Your eyes are bigger than your wallet. You put yourself in trouble. Trouble! Living beyond your means. When's the last time you told yourself no to something that you wanted because you understood, I can't afford it right now? And you say, well, I can't afford it right now, but I still really want it, so I'm going to discipline myself to save in order to afford it when I can. That's the difference, though. To the wealthy, the world class, they didn't start out world class. They started thinking world class, saying, hey, I, got, I need to start saving right now and then use my money to make money and then got, get rich along the way. What's going on, Tasha? So long. You know what? I need to catch up with you, Tasha. I ain't seen you in a while either. Let's go. The average person spends more than they make because they make so little. How can a family survive on the average income and still save money? This is some of the questions people ask. The greatest financial wizard in the world couldn't pull that off. Instead of getting creative, most people try to do more with less and suffer sleepless nights worrying about the future. It's, it's, if this were a fringe group in society, I wouldn't mention it, but it's not. It's the majority of population living in the richest country in the history of civilization. The middle class is the wealthiest subgroup of the working poor, and most of them live beyond their means because they earn so little. These people aren't stupid. To the contrary, some are smarter and better educated than members of the world class. The difference lies in their focus. Everybody put in the comments on focus. The difference lies in their focus. The difference lies in their focus. The middle class focuses on everything but getting wealthy because they have so many limiting beliefs about money and what being wealthy means. It's the last thing they want to think about. The middle class thinks of focuses on everything but getting wealthy. Let me ask you guys this. I mean, let's just keep it real. How many of you guys actually focus on getting rich? Uh-oh. I mean, that's that's like one of those four-letter cuss words, rich. How many of you guys actually focus on getting rich? I mean, what's that? Who does that? <laughs> so the middle class focuses on everything else but getting wealthy. Because they have so many limiting beliefs about money and what being what, what wealthy means. It's the last thing they want to think about. Then they listen to so-called financial gurus who berate them for overspending on frivolous things. The rich live below their means. Not because they're so savvy, but because they make so much money they can afford to live like royalty while still having a king's ransom socked away for the future. It's easy to live below your means when you earn more in a day than most people earn in a year. Not to mention that the rich earn more money or earn money primarily through leverage 
and not hard labor. It's hard labor that creates the physical and psychological stress that kills so many poverty, working, middle-class workers. Here's how to live below your means and tap into the secret wealthy people have used for centuries. Get so rich you can afford to. Get so rich you can afford to. Now, here's what we must understand. And it's really simple to understand. Again, it's, it's, it's all about our focus. You can focus. You can choose to focus on cutting your expenses. That's great, but you're going to do that to a certain extent. Or, or in conjunction, you can focus on earning as much money as you possibly can, which is unlimited. See, once you begin to say, wait a second, I can only, I can only reduce so much because I still got to have a place to, I still need my basic needs, right? Shelter, food, water, clothes. I can only reduce so much, but... When I realize I can make as much as I possibly can, then the question is, is that where you're going to focus on earning as much as you can, which is actually unlimited? Because how do you actually earn money? You earn money two ways, by solving problems and serving people. It's really just that simple. So I said, DJ Kuma, if he's still here, right? Uh, he's coming to DJ at, the, at my extravaganza. He's actually solving a problem that I had. I needed some entertainment there. I needed some music. I need somebody that can spin them turntables or whatever he do. He was solving my problem. And I was solving a problem for him. He said, man, I need to learn some of this thing called money and investing and stuff like that. I need to get around some people that can uh, influence my life. I was solving a problem for him. And guess what? While we're both solving each other's problem, we're also going to be serving a whole bunch of people that's going to be at the extravaganza. You understand? So, although you may be in a situation where you feel like, man, you just don't have enough, you can focus on not having enough, or you can choose, that's a choice, by, by the way, you can choose to focus on getting as much as you possibly can. That's why I want you to understand, put this in the comments below, that black wealth is a black choice. Black wealth is a black choice. It's what you choose to focus on. You can choose to focus on what somebody else isn't doing for you, or you can focus on doing for yourself, getting what you want. It's your choice. And I told too many people that spend waste too much time focusing on what they can't control and not enough time focusing on what they can. And therefore, they find themselves in situations that they don't want to be in. Now, here at the New Black Wall Street, uh, I'm sorry, New Black Wall Street Book Club, we don't just read to read, guys. No, that ain't enough. That's only half the battle. We don't just read to know. We read to think and then also read to apply, which moves us to a position of applied knowledge, which is considered wisdom. When you start doing what something with what you know, now you got power. Just knowing isn't enough. To know and not do is just, it's, it's no different than not knowing. You just know. That's great. What you going to do with what you know? That's the difference. Here's a rich resource. He says, man, from William J. O'Neill said, 24 essential lessons for investment success. Learn the most important investment techniques from the founder of Investment Business Daily. That's a book or something you can read. But here's a critical thinking question today. Here's what you want to answer in the comments below. Think. <laughs> How much money would you have to earn in a year to live the way you want to live? You ever asked that, answer that question before? That's a great question. 
Because if you don't know a target that you're shooting for, I mean, how can you ever reach it? How much money would you need to earn in a year to live the way you want to live? Now, this could be very difficult for some people to answer because they never looked at, okay, well, how, what's the type of life that I want to live? And, okay, how much money do I need to earn to live that type of life? And it may not be for you. It may not be a million dollars a year. That may not that that could be a, something you shoot for. But if you say, "Man, I, if I could just get one fifty, two hundred thousand a year, I think I'd be all right." Somebody want to start looking at man the life that I want to live. How much is it going to cost annually? That'll give you a number to shoot for. And see what happens when you get when you get that number. When you get a number that you can shoot for, here's what also begins to happen if you really want to hit that number. Something strange happens. And what I find strange is what's, what the strange thing that happens is your mind starts working. Because your mind is always trying to help you solve your own problems. And if your mind says, well, wait a second, you want this and you're not there yet, well, let me give you some things called ideas on how you can get to where you say you want to be. So I tell you, something strange happens when you actually decide on that number. Your mind starts working on your behalf to help you solve that problem. What a beautiful thing we have called a mind. It gives us ideas on how to solve our own problems. I don't know if we always listen to our own mind because we, sometimes we'd be like, is that my mind talking to me? Is that God talking to me? Is that the devil talking to me? I mean, it's in my mind. I don't know. So maybe you haven't learned how to trust yourself. Everybody put it down, so I trust myself. Maybe you haven't learned how to trust your own intuition, trust your own ideas. Maybe you have, no, maybe you have unlearned that because I believe that you had learned, I think it was always, it, it started with you. I mean, you had it when you, were, when you was growing up. I mean, as a baby and a kid, a child, you had it. And then maybe you unlearned how to trust yourself. Uh-oh, <laughs> maybe that's what happened. Maybe this thing called society, your parents, the, uh, the, the school, the college, uh, your experiences, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, it taught you how to stop trusting yourself. Ooh, oh, the law. Woo, my goodness. I ain't mean to hit y'all like that today. <laughs> right? But your mind is always trying to help you solve your own problems. Would you agree? Would you agree? Your mind is always trying to help you solve your own problems and if you have realized well i need to earn this much and you're not earning that much guess what happens your mind starts to go to work on your behalf and it starts to give you these things called ideas and then if you start working on on those ideas and you execute those ideas you start realizing wait a second i got a little bit i got i just added another stream of income to my life oh my goodness there goes number two. Oh lord there is number three where did that come from all the while, it was just waiting on you to tell it where you want to go. All the while, your mind has been waiting on you to tell it where you want to go. Not only do we read, guys, not only thing we think, but we apply as well here on the New Black Wall Street Book Club. So here's our action step. Here's what you want to do today as it relates to what we've talked about. Decide. Oh, there we go. We can start right there. Decide. Everybody put comments on decide. Decide. Decide how much money you would ultimately like to spend, save, and invest every year. And map out a plan and a deadline to make it happen.
decide how much money you ultimately like to spend. Now that could be very easy for you to do because if you do something called a budget or a spending tracker, you can recognize how much money you already spent. That might be a good place to start. How much you like to save? Okay, well, how much money do you want to have saved in your bank account by the end of this year or end of 365 days from now? That could be very easy. And this last part, not too many of us have ever talked about. How much money I want to invest every year? Now, this thing called investment is I put money out into the into society, into the marketplace, expecting it to come back to me with kids. I want my money to go out, go find him a husband or her, him a, him a wife, impregnate itself, and then bring me back some grandchildren called more money. But because, I don't know, for some strange reason, we haven't been taught about this thing called invest, we got to pick it up along the way. And I will tell you this, that when it comes to this thing called investing, now that you hopefully have heard about it, if you haven't heard, if this is your first time hearing about it, I want you to understand this, that financial education and investing is a part of financial education is a personal responsibility. I know it's unfortunate that, you know, we don't have the type of institutions that'll teach this to us on a regular, but at the end of the day, it is a personal responsibility, i.e. your retirement is a personal responsibility. That's an investment. So once you learn to say, well, I, can, I, I got money I'm going to spend because I'm going to spend, I'm going to buy stuff I want and all that good stuff. I got a savings account. I got money that I can save for a rainy day or save for opportunity or save for my next generation or whatever. And then I got this other account, which you don't see this at the bank. You know, you got the checking account, that's the spend account. You got the savings account, that's a save account. And then you got this other thing called a brokerage account, which not too many of us know about. Some of us don't even have. And that's the investing account. Now, of course, at the Black Billionaires Club, we teach this other account that you can employ, employ, everybody putting put accounts on, go to work, employ. That means you're putting your money to work, putting it out into the field. It goes, it go, it goes and does some work on your behalf, and then it comes back with more money after it done worked hard all day. Now, notice I said your money goes out into the field. Notice I said your money works on your behalf, and your money does all the hard labor, not you. How many of you guys want to be in a position where your money is working harder for you than you are working for it? If that's you, I want you to understand that you can learn how to do that. But you have to decide first that you want to invest. Decide first, then decide that you want to learn how to invest. Then you must decide to connect with somebody who can be your teacher. His old proverb says this, that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. My question to you today, people, are you ready? Something for you to think about. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Are you ready? Well, if you are, you simply do something called join the Black Billionaires Club. Simply do that by going to www.dblackbillionairesclub.com, www com. We got financial literacy nights every week on Monday, personal development nights every week on Tuesday, business development night every week on Thursday, and investment night every week on Wednesday. It's a decision. You can choose to. You can choose not to. And guess what? I'm okay with that. <laughs> Here's our billion-dollar quarter day. Then we'll wrap this thing up. PayPal. Calvin Coolidge says this, 
There's no dignity, there is no dignity quite so impressive and no independence quite so important as living within your means. There's no dignity quite so impressive and no independence quite so important as living within your means. How rich people think. Now, first, we got to be begin to be become people who want to read. Next, we got to realize or understand what books to read. This is a book I recommend. We got three more chapters to go. The other book, this is like the second version. It's only 30 chapters. The book I first read, it was 100 chapters. And I read them all. And guess what happened? It helped me to change the way that I think. And when I changed the way that I thought, my behavior followed my corresponding thoughts. And when my behavior changed and my relationship with money changed, guess what else happened? My bank account started to change. I don't know why that works like that, but as a man think of so is he, and as he continues to think, so he remains. Do you want to stay stuck thinking however it is that you've been thinking as it relates to money? Or are you ready to change the way that you think so you can begin to get different results? as it relates to money. This is New Black Wall Street Book Club. What black folk do read, you put it in a book, we absolutely will find it. I'm your host, ERGJ, the Certified Financial Educator. I want to thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Hopefully you hit that like button, that share button, that bite button. And hopefully you'll subscribe and support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help us sustain future episodes, to improve financial literacy within our community, and ultimately to help us build the School of Wealth. You'll find that link or that, that, that link in the comments above or below. And then we invite you also to join the Black Billionaires Club. Connect with brothers and sisters who are serious about winning with money, serious about success, and super serious about helping you. That's right, you. Helping you to accomplish your goals and to build your dreams. Well, folks, I want you to remember this that it takes a village, but it starts with us. Let's build as we climb together. We all we got, people. Ain't nobody gonna come teach you, but when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. But I'm so glad we all we need. We got more than enough, and thank God that that's true. That's more than enough. Until next episode, you know what time it is. Mr. DJ. <laughs> Not DJ Kuma yet. He coming on 18. I got another DJ. Hit the music. New, new, new black, new. It's the new black Wall Street Book Club. Wall Street. With your host, Evan Jefferson. Evan Jefferson. It's time for us to go. Yeah. Now, you ain't got to leave the computer. But we encourage you to get out there and learn and apply all the things you learn at the new Black Wall Street book club, book club, yeah, the new Black Wall Street, the new Black Wall Street.